गुड मॉर्निंग गुड मॉर्निंग गुड मॉर्निंग गुड मॉर्निंग नाइट राइडर्स द लायन इज अवेक इंडीड दैट टाइम वी हैव बीन वेटिंग फॉर दैट टाइम वी बीन लॉन्गिंग फॉर इज फाइनली कम दिस इज मिडनाइट date and i am major dot i welcome all of you from around the world now today is a little special not just a little special but very very special we are honored we are we are privileged yes we are privileged we are honored to live in such a time like this but not only that to have a man of god who is a trigger for christ a trigger do you hear that a trigger for Christ in the prophetic in the apostolic in the board from South Africa to the nations of the world to say yes to us what an honor and i want you to take this opportunity and greet the men of god if you have not shared the broadcast go ahead and share this broadcast as many times as possible because here is an opportunity to finally meet a trigger for Christ the most trusted voice on the prophetic i don't know if you have been following but if you have been following like me you'll know what i'm talking about this is apostle mosala yes <laughs> i have questions for him so many so many but first things first the bible says give honor to whom honor is due but there are those who deserve double honor so he's one of them go ahead and share this broadcast as many times as possible this is it somebody says oh yes the lion of judah is indeed alive amen uh, and then this this song that he just sang you know that is one of the beautiful songs so he's not just a, a prophetic voice he's not just an apostolic voice but he's also a, a worshiper of note and if it was not because of time we would have brought you some of his worship songs where he just blesses the lord blessing the lord from from his heart it's something else so if one was thinking i really need to say this because if one was thinking this is an interview it's more than that we don't do interviews we honor this is an assignment for us to honor god's choice servant and this is one of them Good morning mama dear I can see all of you coming in fast now go ahead and share the broadcast I'm giving you exactly one minute this is midnight dates and I am major daughter a conversation with the apostle the prophetic voice who sits in Cape Town from Whitbank to Cape Town from Emalathlen is it Emalathlen I mean think about it and this is these are the questions that come to me you live in pumalanga you go to ekapa lotumo mfundisi kanjani these are the things we need to talk about do you see so you cannot believe what is coming this this program is loaded go ahead and share this broadcast as many times as possible good morning on youtube good morning on twitter good morning rocky tv good morning fire tv facebook family good morning to you in a moment somebody says shalom shalom mama shalom shalom men of god apostle mj mushala yes 
<laughs> I can see all your comments. Come on, send your comments, send your greetings. In, I mean, in exactly less than 60 seconds, the man of God will be on our screens. He's in our studios. <laughs> Let me tell you why I'm excited. I'm excited because God has given us a privilege to, 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 to have fellowship with the man of God. So this is not just any meeting. This is not just any interview. If someone is thinking these are interviews, it's not an interview. This is a meeting. And we are products of many meetings. You need one word from this meeting. You need just that encounter. Are you looking forward to it? The Bible says the expectations of the righteous shall not be cut off. What are you expecting today? Go ahead and tell three people the expectations of the righteous shall not be cut off. Yes, it's true. This is Midnight Date and I am Major Daughter. Life, a state of existence beyond human understanding. Life, beautifully designed by God Almighty to showcase His extraordinary abilities. We were created to manifest the glory of the Lord and fulfill His purpose. We were created to be happy and live according to His desires. But sometimes we experience the harsh side of reality. We pass through difficult situations that may challenge our faith. But the Bible says that in difficult times we must hold steadfast to our faith. We must believe in God's works more than ever. In difficult times, all we need is a little faith, hope, prayer and inspiration. Midnight Date seeks to encourage people to be like Job during times of tribulations. Midnight Date is a show aimed at providing restoration through spiritual education and the practical application of prayer. We walk with fellow soldiers in Christ through moments of trials. Are you going through situations that put your faith in disbalance? Why not join us today so that we can walk through this together? Life, a state of existence beyond human understanding. Life, beautifully designed by God Almighty to showcase His extraordinary abilities. We were created to manifest the glory of the Lord and fulfill His purpose. We were created to be happy and live according to His desires. But sometimes we experience the harsh side of reality. We pass through difficult situations that may challenge our faith. But the Bible says that in difficult times we must hold steadfast to our faith. We must believe in God's works more than ever. In difficult times, all we need is a little faith, hope, prayer and inspiration. Midnight Date seeks to encourage people to be like Job during times of tribulations. Midnight Date is a show aimed at providing restoration through spiritual education and the practical application of prayer. We walk with fellow soldiers in Christ through moments of trials. Are you going through situations that put your faith in disbalance? Why not join us today so that we can walk through this together? life a state yes. of existence ah, good morning good morning apostle sir all blessings and honor to you apostle can you hear me in fundis 
Yes, I can hear you. Good Good, morning. Good morning. Please go ahead and greet our global family. They'll love to meet you right now. Amen. Shalom, shalom, shalom to everyone. Uh, uh, Greetings to you, uh, Major Daughter, Woman of God. I'm so excited about today. This is your favorite prophet, Apostle Musa Joshua Moshala. And then, um, thank you so much. And then we welcome people who are watching us across the world. Uh, I don't take this opportunity for granted. It's an honor and it's a privilege for me to talk to you. Thank you. Amen. We are honored ourselves. We couldn't uh, uh, be thankful enough. Now, I'm just thinking from Mpumalangamfundis to Cape Town, how do you do that? I mean, really? <laughs> if in, I'm from Nelspreet, in fact. Okay. Yeah, uh, uh, it's about two hours down. From, from Whitbank, you go further. It's okay. two hours from Whitbank to Nelspreet and two hours from Nelspreet to Mozambique. Wow. So I'm from Nelspreet. And then the Lord called me 1996. I responded 1998. Mm. And then 2002, I went to Cape Town. The Lord spoke to me very clear, in a clear voice. It was May 2009. It was May 2002. He said, I'm sending you to Cape Town to go and preach the gospel. And then he gave me one of the reasons why I must go to Cape Town. He showed me a mosque. He said, uh, Muslims, they're about to take over Cape Town. Mm. So I send you to be a voice. Wow. So that's why I am in Cape Town. In fact, I was counting that uh, I'm almost 20 years in Cape Town. Yeah. Then 2006, we started the church. Hmm. Now, Now, I need to rewind a little bit. God yes. calls you in, 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 in 1996, you respond in 1998. It takes you two yep. years. Two years, sir. Yeah. What was going on within the two years? Were you saying, no, I, I've got better things going on. I don't want this. Oh, what was yes, happening? When, <laughs> when the Lord called me, I was busy pursuing my career. I wanted to be a doctor. Mm. So I didn't want anything. I was happy to be a Christian. And I was happy to be a brother in a church, but I didn't want anything to do with a full-time ministry because I have seen people who were full-time in ministry were suffering. And then I've, um, I said, ah, this is not me. Say now, the Lord had to convince me. There had to be conviction. That's why between 1996 to 1998, It was a serious conviction where God said to me, I am sending you. It's not your choice, but it is my choice. That says the Lord. Wow. And you are really really, uh, setting a standard in Cape Town. You 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 have broken the fallow ground in Cape Town. How did you do it? Because Cape Town seems to be the hard one to knock or to crack. But you have broken the fallow ground. We see the fruits, sir. Amen. It wasn't as easy as you think. 
as people see it now it took time wow it was a process and then i've been persecuted in cape town rejected and then i've been in fact to all the servants of god who are in cape town i don't think they believe that i'll be the one uh, that lifted the banner of cape town when i even and and I was seriously not well. And then I spoke to one of the pastors. I said, there's a spirit of death that is hovering all over. It happens that uh, probably last week I felt that I'm not well. And I was seriously not well. And then I spoke to one of the pastors. I said, there's a spirit of death that is hovering all over. People must be careful. You'll die before your time. Then I decided to consult a doctor. The doctor said to me, put down everything and go and rest. I had this sharp pain, serious one. On Friday, he said, I'm cut everything, go and rest. The stress load is too much. He said, when you look at my, my, my age, according to the stress load, I am 67 years old. He said, tell me what will happen five years from now. And then I went to the doctor, I came back. I was fine Saturday. I could feel good, okay. Ah. Then on Sunday, I came to church. I pushed very hard. And then then on Monday, while I was driving to the office, I had serious attack. I was alone in the car. I started vomiting in the car. I vomited until I feel that I'm taking blood. I arrived in the church, and then I went back to I went back home. And then I wanted to go back and consult, but I was so weak, I couldn't go. Now, all my kids were there. I wanted to explain, but I couldn't explain. And then eventually, I felt that this thing, it wants to take my life. And eventually, I started crying. Then I consulted the doctor again. He said, I told you, go and rest. Then I decided. So the whole of last week, but because I didn't close my phone, a certain pastor called me. He said, I saw you dead. I said, that cannot happen. Another one called me, he said, I saw you dead. I said, that cannot happen. So, I had a dream, probably on Thursday morning. 
And then my father passed away in 2009. I had a dream. In a dream, I'm having a conversation with him. And then on a phone. And I, he said, I'm, I'm inquiring about a petrol station. And then he said to me, in the dream, like he's speaking the other side. It's, the dream, it's like something is happening. Like it's, real, like it's a real thing. And then I said to him, how can I acquire a, a petrol station? And, and then I asked him, I said, the petrol station at home this and this and this, what happened to it? He said to me, he said, no, 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 no. Send your application to Angel. And BP Garage. And then I've got people there who will approve you, they know me. And then when I woke up, I realized that I was in a dream. But in this dream, I felt that it was real. It was like it was something that was happening. And then my kids came and saw me. I told them, I shared the dream. Then the following day, I had a vision again. And then in this vision, still I have a conversation with my father, physical. He said to me, like, you know, I don't believe to dead people. And then now he said to me, he said that in your church, I have assigned wealth to few families who will stand by you. Then I woke up. I felt again it was real. But now when I woke up, I cried. I realized that, no, something is happening. He said to me, I have assigned wealth into few families. So now, I don't know who are those families. I believe this is not an ancestor. But I believe it was an angel coming in his form. I prophesy if you are one of those families you might have missed so many things but this one you might not miss. May you never miss this one. So shall it be. It can never be otherwise. All right, <laughs> we are back, we are back, we are back. Welcome back. In, in a moment, I'm bringing up a story. We're just going to pick where we left off. That video, that, that, that message that you just saw is, is where we're going to park this car.
That is where we're going to stop this train a little bit. But I want us to go to Apostle Mosala from Mbombela. He says it's not from Whitbank, not from Emalaseni, but from Mbombela to Ekapa Mzalwan. Ekapa. Ekapa lo tumo. Mfundisi. Thank you so much once again. Sorry about that interruption. Before, no problem. Before you were interrupted, you were talking about how... You have been you have been persecuted in Cape Town by other fellow yes. servants of God. Can you can you take us through that? Yeah, I no one believed one that I'm called. Number two, I was a Gentile. I'm a Gentile. I'm not one of them. And mm. most of them will tell me that Uintanga, and then uh, you cannot succeed here. Okay, you are not one of them. How? You are not Nintang. from... You are not from a... I'm not a Corsa. <laughs> but you are... So, <laughs> come on, come on! I mean... Yeah, I, the the spirit of tribalism. I, I, I hear you very well, but I'm asking for someone who's listening who doesn't understand. Now, you can't... Yeah, I, I'm a son of the soil. And then, and then I was told that, no, I cannot succeed. And then I'll go home. Because, um... But because I had the voice, one thing I was sure of, it was that God called me. And God told me very clear, go to Western Cape, in particular Cape Town. Sure. So that kept me going. If I didn't hear the voice, if I didn't, I didn't have the mandate and the assignment, I should have went back home or I should have tried other things. Hmm. And, and, and here you are today, you're not just lifting the banner of Cape Town because uh, the banner of Christ in Cape Town. Because Amen. before we cut off, I think that is where we were exactly. You are mm, pulling mm, the trigger mm. for Christ. Amen. You are pulling the trigger for Christ in a pandemic. So, Amen. Amen. How are you doing it? Um, it's by grace. That's what I can say. Grace, grace, grace. Nothing but grace. Now, those who who came against you, have they come back to uh reconcile somehow or to say we know the spirit of God is with you now. You we know that the grace of God is with you. So we are sorry about what has transpired. Even if they didn't say sorry, but are they trying to work with you now or things remain the same? We have seen the favor of God in this city and in this province. And then and some of the relationships we didn't have. And then God has been merciful we have seen such a warmth welcome even from pastors politically and then in politicians and other sectors in fact all the sectors that you may think of even in the business sector god has been merciful to us oh hallelujah. so definitely um the lord has tried I must not say he has tried. The Lord has been so good in such a way that 
um, even doors that were shut. Mm. Believe you me, those doors are all networking your bone. Oh, you God. hear me? Yes, yes, yes. You can go ahead and find this. Yeah, in Cape Town. Now I feel, I don't feel like an outsider. Yes. I'm one of them. <laughs> and even every servant of God, they are proud to say, this is one of us. This is our child. But I believe that um, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen by night. It takes time for people to believe. I always say when I teach my pastors that uh, it takes about five years, approximately five years, for people to believe that you are called, your family and your friends. It takes another seven to five years, Yo. seven to ten years, for the people you lead to claim you to say he's our father. They don't just say he's our father. It's a process. Yeah, watch on Fundis. What seven years, five years for the family, seven years for the people. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't happen by night. So I'm 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 really, I'm really feeling bad for those who think it will just, uh, it's a process. Wow. Why I say it's a process? Why I say it's a process? Ministry is a process. Certain man God said to me when we were discussing, he said, if you jump the process, you run for the spotlight. The spotlight will hit you back to the ground. Yeah. Now, either you learn through the process, or either you are die, you die by the process. Wow. Wow. That is challenging. Come to think so of it. So it doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. It takes 16 years. It takes 16 years to be 16 years yeah. old. It takes 30 years to be 30 years it, old. There's no double up. Now, let's come to the ministry of Christ. Yes. We heard about Jesus when he was born. And then we never had anything. He was born and then he ran away. He was 12 years. After he was 12 years, we had nothing yeah. until he started his ministry. Because Jesus' ministry lasted, let's say he was 29 to 30. And then he started the ministry. His ministry was three years. From 12 years up until two, three years, that's approximately 17 years. All the 17 years, we never had anything. It was the process. We heard about him when he's in the temple trying to um, interpret scriptures at the age of 12. From the age of 12, we don't hear anything up until he came to River Jordan. John said, the one coming behind me, I'm not supposed to carry his shoes. And then the heaven opened. It says, this is my beloved son. I am pleased with him. Now, before the heaven opened, it's quiet. We don't hear anything because he was in a certain process. So ministry is a process, woman of God. And uh, I, 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 you say now 
They have accepted you. They say you are their son. So it's beautiful. The story ends well because now you are singing their, their songs as well. No pega Susana. Can you imagine? Yes, because I understand it from my belly. I sing it from inside. I've been into the process. Talking about process. Talking. Ogomzuzwan. Ogomzuzwan. Talking about process. This is yes. where we come to. This. It happens that uh, probably last week. This. This video. Yeah. Let me see well. Yes. What? I, what, I, what happened here, man of God? I saw death knocking at my door. Hmm. Life. I, I felt everything was living. You know, let, let me take you what happened. Please. When we work, sometimes we overwork ourselves until the enemy takes an advantage. Yeah. In the situation. So now, um, because the doctors told me that um, the way I am so tired, there's no way that I can survive and I can recover. He said, uh, my stress load is of a 65 year old and i'm 42 in fact i was 41 year old 65 yes that means 10 years from now i'll be 75 year old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry while i'm still young while i'm still young you're in your 40s early 40s yes so now the enemy took an advantage and i felt death knocking at my door my I god i felt every fiber of my body said i am going oh my god and i believe to every man and every child of god and every human being has felt that now when someone is dying they are saying he has thrown the towel yes when you are in a hospital they say you are fighting for your life mm -hmm. that means some of the death some of the people who are dying who died before their time they die a premature death yes it's because they've given up on fighting yes they gave up on fight that's why some they eventually died. Mm. So that's what is happening. No, nobody has ever heard a pastor, an apostle for that matter, come forward. It's rare to say, I faced death. I cried. The doctor told me that I'm stressing. My body's under so much stress that I look 65 with the stress that is on the board. No, but we've never heard of that, sir. How do you come up and say it out in the open to the church? Apostle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I understand that uh, 
so many servants of God, they don't say that. That's why they end up dying. Yeah. So many servants of God, they, they are afraid of talking about it. So I needed to tell that to face it and tell it it's not my time. I'm going nowhere. I'm not immune. I know I'm going to die when my time comes. Yes. When the Lord says you have fought a good fight of faith. But I'm not just going to allow myself to die without a fight. Hmm. So when that knocked into my door, I told it, not me. I'm going Amen. nowhere. I still have an assignment. Amen. And my kids could see. I couldn't breathe. I was vomiting blood. Yeah. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't talk. It was, it was, it was, it was that moment. I could understand that when I take my life, when I, I inhale, it might be my last inhale, but I must keep on fighting. Yeah. So now I said to my kids, uh, the doctor said, I'm worn out. Mm. Now the Bible says, which report should we believe? Yes. Is it the report of men or the report of God? Yeah. According to the doctor, I, I went to check and see my doctor. And then he, he looked at me, examined me. He said to me, um, you went to rest for the whole month. I said, no, I went to rest for one week. He said, but uh, it's amazing what I see. I said, what do you see? He said, it was like, it's not you that I examined. Mm. It's another person. It's wow. someone else. Mm. So he was seriously in another, he, he, he started to say, it was another person that I examined. It's seriously not you. Then I told him, I said, something happened. Something seriously happened. Yes. So that's how I survived. <clears throat> you, 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 you faced death eyeball to eyeball. Eyeball to eyeball. And you told death, I'm not going anywhere. I said, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Regardless of what the doctor was saying. I refused. Regardless I of what the I didn't care what calls. the doctors were saying. I just refused. I told myself, I cannot. If they are coming for me, I refuse. Mm. This I'm is fine. not my time. This is not my season. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, we lost that. Can you hear me? We can hear you. We got you, sir. We got you. Yes. Yes. I say, I said, this is not my time. This is not my season. Hmm. And then I'm not going. So I told myself, I shall live. I shall not die. 
I shall declare the goodness of the Lord Amen. in the lands of the living. Amen. So I started declaring. So for the whole week while I was resting, I'll, I'll go to the pool and hold my breath and start meditating and declaring inside the pool. Say, I refuse. And then because wow. the doctor said to me, I must get into the pool and try to hold my breath. I couldn't do that even for three seconds. Wow. It took me the whole week into that. But on the third day, I had a breakthrough. Hallelujah. So God used that situation into a great encounter. You understand ministry. Ministry is stressful. Will you repeat that, Apostle? Sir? Every time something happens, it just takes from you. Yes. Virtues go out. Yeah. That's why the Bible says someone has touched me. Yes. Mm. So that's what happened. But thank God. And I'm telling you, God used the same situation for a, a divine encounter. Amen. If I can tell you the testimonies and the testimonies of what happened in our ministry, in our life, in the people's life, it will amaze you. Just because of that encounter. Just because of that encounter. Just because of that attack, it became a a, a, a stepping ladder, a promotion. Yes. You stepped on it. Became a stepping ladder. Yes. Things are happening now. Yes. My God. Amen. And then you say something. I'm trying to take us step by step. You, you go back to the doctor. He's amazed because a miracle is taking place. In a week, you are revitalized, revitalized. You are rejuvenated. You are revived. You are strong. You are full of vitality again. Amazes the doctor. He told me the other time. He, he told me, he said, the last time he saw someone who are in my state wow. he was a minister in the government he had to take him for a three months leave my god and they had to admit him into a certain institution mm. for almost a month so he she said if you tell me in one week because yeah. i went to the doctor after three weeks he said, if you tell me in one week, this is something, it's more supernatural than natural. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. They've got to admit. Yeah. He said, no, no, no. This is more supernatural than natural. Because I know for a fact in your state, it was impossible that by now you'll be as fresh as you are. Hmm. There are those who believe that doctors uh, 
men of God should not even go to doctors because why? You pray for the sick and they get healed. Come on. You don't need a doctor. What do you have to say to such folks? <laughs> no, you need it. Every servant of God needs to consult. You need a doctor. And every servant of God needs to eat well. Assembly. Assembly. Avoid acid. <laughs> Avoid a Red Bull. You know, I, I used to be so addicted to Red Bull. Avoid those things that will cut your life very short. I'm not saying you are not going to die. But at least you can help your body to feed your body with what your body needs so that your body can be strong. So every man of God must consult, must go to the doctor. Mm. Here is a part that, that I think many would love to know. Your kids... Mm. Your, your children didn't say anything about it. I wonder what your wife said. You say you cried twice. What was the meaning I of did. the cry? Jesus cried at the tomb of uh, Lazarus. I mean, really. And they never tell us why. Apostle, you are here. Why did you cry the first time? Why did you cry the second time, Fundis? <laughs> <laughs> what was the meaning of your cry? You say, I cried. I started crying. <laughs> and I must no. really before you before you even answer, I must really commend you because you are here. You're being you you you're opening up to the whole world to say these things are real. We face the same challenges, but we respond differently. I commend you for that, sir. Now I cried, and then first thing that like comes he, to me, I looked. He. Or like tears. <laughs> I'm just today, my daughters are, li are laughing about it, in fact, today. <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm just saying thank you for what you're doing. <laughs> they are laughing about it and today. <clears throat> oh, okay. Apostle. What was the man of God, you... You don't disappear from our screens because now everybody's glued. They want to hear. Sir. <laughs> Everyone cried. There is a there is that life. There's that thing that comes. <laughs> you just break out. You don't know. Before I resisted, yeah. because already there was a thin line. Mm. between dead and life I cried Michael. I seriously cried I don't want to say no I, I started casting I'm human you cried first before I become an apostle yes in fact uh, except apostle death was coming for Musa Mothala uh -huh. not for the prophet Musa so that's what the <laughs> <laughs> so Musa Wankos is human. He just broke out and he cried. <laughs> I don't want to imagine it, but take us there, please. And everybody started yes, crying. I cried and then I looked at my daughters and then I understood because now they have only me.
2011, my wife passed away. I lost my wife. Hmm. So now there's only me. So I oh. came into that. I said, you know, I look at my children. I look at the situation. I said, hmm, I think I'm going, even me, they are going to lose me. That's Yo. what the, the man in me, the father, the parent broke out and cried. Yeah. I wasn't an apostle by then. Now, when Jesus said, um, Nyana, Nang Unyoko, son, ye is your mother, mother, ye is your son. It was not spiritually. It was strictly about responsibilities. And then when he said to the brother, because Jesus was a breadwinner, he said, eh, me, I'm leaving. Yes, your mother, take the responsibilities I was doing to the mother. So now, I, I, I was in that moment. Mm. I was seriously in that moment. How do you come back? I understand now. I mean, you, they, they can't afford two tragedies. The mother is gone already, 20 years. Yeah. And here you are, you are fighting the same demon. How do you come back from crying to now telling death, not here, it's not my time, not now, wrong address? Food wrong address. Yes. And now, there are two voices that says, you need to fight. And yeah. there's a voice that says, if you die, what will happen? Mm. If this is your time, what are you going to say? And there's a voice that says, fight. There's another voice that says, if this is your time, what are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> now I had to tell the voice I say if this is not my time what are you going to say because yeah. I'm going nowhere yeah I had to be resistant now the Bible says resist the devil and he'll flee. he will flee from you amen this. <sighs> We are in a time where yes. we are in a time. Uh, uh, I, I, I think I told everybody that we are going to park here. It doesn't matter. Don't, don't mind. Mm -hmm. Don't mind the misbehaving of this. We are parking here because we are in a time where people are dying like flies. We are in a time where, where, where Darth is hovering around like the men of God were saying. But, but mm. we have power over, over everything. We do. And this is what you are teaching the whole world here. That I resisted, I faced death. You are saying, in, in, in actual fact, mm. many people who die, they go through almost similar. They may not be the yeah. exact same yeah. situation, but they have mm. two voices talking to them, or they have choices to make. Mm. Am I right? Am I wrong? Sir, yes. guide us. You've been there. Guide us. Someone at home right now is listening to you. Probably they were about to give up, but there's a resurrection 
power and anointing mm. available. Yes. Now, I just want to say to everyone that is sitting under the sound of my voice. Amen. You shall not die before your time. Amen. I don't call. I, I don't care. Whether it's COVID. Amen. Whether it's cancer. Whether, what, what, whatsoever disease that is taking people. Because I'm telling you, COVID is not killing people. There is a certain spirit yeah. that is hovering in from 2020 to 2021 so we must resist that spirit amen and if you decide that you want you don't want to go believe you me it shall be given unto you according to your desires amen so every child of god must stand up even if it's not you but someone maybe your loved one maybe someone next to you tell them there's a prophetical mandate they shall live longer amen i say they shall live longer amen may you live long may you never die before your amen. time refuse amen. to die amen before Nobody your time receive it there are two types of death there's this death when it comes after you finish your course mm-hmm and there's this death that is called a premature death. And that is the pandemic. That is, that is the, the pandemic. pandemic. Mm -hmm. That is the pandemic. It comes with premature death. It comes to take people unnecessary. So that's what we are going to stop. And that's what Amen. we are going to refuse. We are going to refuse that kind of a death. When our time comes, the Bible says, It is precious in his eyes when we die. So it's not every death we must accept. Yeah. This one of COVID-19, I refuse it. Amen. I refuse it too. This one of 2021, where everyone is on transition. It's like it's coming to take everyone. Uh, 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 uh. I pray that you shall not lose. You shall lose no one from your family. Amen. In the name of Jesus. No one. Amen. Now Paul said, while they were sailing, I was speaking about that last week. Yeah. He said, while there was a storm, he said, please make it a point. You hold every piece that you can get off the piece of the boat. We shall lose no one. Yeah. No one shall die. Hold it and use it to go offshore. Mm. So I want to declare to anyone that is sitting under the sound of my voice. This is not your time. Amen. I don't care what the devil is saying to you. It's not your time. You shall live longer. Amen. That says the Lord. Amen. So shall it be. So shall Amen. it be. And, and, and in a time like this, uh, as you say, and that, it can never be otherwise. It can never be otherwise. And men of God, you said, you, you said, Paul said, every man should hold their peace. Obedience is important. Obedience. And yeah, yeah. Every man should hold the peace mm -hmm. of the boat. Mm -hmm. Whatsoever you get, he said, just hold it. 
Just find but something to hold no on. Man. Hold on. Yeah. Something. Hold you need on. to hold on to this small way, oh, this Jesus. piece of weight that I'm giving to you. Just Woo. hold on to it. I, I just that. hold on to it. Find something to hold on to. Find just a weight to hold on unto it. For his word is here and his word is amen. amen. Jesus. Now the Bible says the word will remain the same. Amen. Amen. Hmm. I love that. What a timely message. What Amen. a timely message from one who has overcome. From one who has overcome. Mm, now, mm, mm, mm. now, can we branch off? Rewind a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we can. Go back to the stress. Someone doesn't believe that the work of the ministry can bring duress and unnecessary stress. How do you explain it to that one to say the work of the ministry is not a child's play? In fact, after preaching is like you've been pushing a truck. Couple that with deliverance, couple that with uh, the prophetic healings. Sir. Ministry is very dangerous. <laughs> very stressful. Now, 45 minutes of preaching. It's equals to eight hour, eight hours work. Yeah. It's like coming to 25. work from eight to five. Yes. Number two, when you when you speak about deliverance and ministering divine healing, mm -hmm. now it takes from you. Yes. And I'll tell you, most of servants of God that we are losing this time is stress and anxiety. Exactly. I'm with you, sir. 110%. Yeah. It has taken so many of them. And now, most of us, we servants of God, we don't realize when we are stressed. Mm. We don't pay attention I understand to it's the, the devil. We don't listen to the I understand it's word. the devil. Yes. Hmm? I'm saying but you must we don't listen to the body because the body communicates. We don't listen to the body. Are dying. That's where Why are we resting people are dying? You were born people when you were born people were dying. Uh-huh. And you are going to die while they are still dying. So look after yourself. The Bible says in the book of Daniel. When you were born. Yes. You, said, you were saying something? No, go ahead, sir. You can continue. <laughs> I'm saying when, when we were born, people were dying. Dying in sin. Mm -hmm. We will even go to the grave while they're still dying. You must understand that when you come here, you came to contribute. You are not here to change everyone. So do your contribution. Wow. You came to contribute. Not you to just came anyone. to contribute. You cannot change everyone. 
So you need to look after yourself. Now when I'm tired, when, when it's time to go to bed, I switch off my phone. Mm. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> Number two, when I'm tired, I stop. Yes. I didn't know where to stop when I see people. I said, no, I must help people. The people you help to, today, tomorrow, to every servant of God, you help them, you help them, you help them, you help them. You don't look after yourself. Yeah. Tomorrow, when you are dead, they'll go to someone else. They won't think twice. When, when we, 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 we had a very beautiful bishop. I love him, love, love, love him wherever he is. He said to us, when we we're just coming up in ministry, he said, if you don't rest, the people will give you rest. And that one is death. Amen. Yeah, definitely. That is and why... They will, they, they will usher you to your grave mm -hmm. with their problems. Yeah. Amen. And with the problems that they bring to you. Mm -hmm. So I just decided that um, I'm going to take it easy. And I just decided that, look, um, <laughs> it's God who sent me. If there is money, well, thank God. If there's no money, I'm not going to stress about it. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to push hard. Paul said, he I'm going to live me. without and with. I'm, uh, you know, sometimes I used to use, try to use my, my effort to get money. Yeah. But now I came to an understanding that before every need rises, Yes, already has a provision. Yes. God provides for every need. So I'm giving him an opportunity to provide without working hard. That's why I have seen his provision. <laughs> Amen. Paul said, I've learned to live with and without. I know what it is not to have and what it yes. is to have. And none of these things move me. And in every level, I learned a level of contentment amen and that is beyond satisfaction it's beyond that amen amen daniel says something and this is this mm. is where it gets interesting he says the devil comes to weary 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 the things mm. he comes to weary mm. weary them with the work to weaken so much you low so much low that you are busy busy yeah. in and out no time to even rest or even listen to the body. You say food is Amen. also important. Amen. <laughs> I, 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 want to, I want us to leave this truck here. We may get back to it some other time. So many are, are receiving and they're thankful to God for your testimony. Beautiful. Amen. Amen. And we want to commend you for really coming out to talk about such because you hardly ever hear these things because men of God are not in the habit of sharing their testimonies. So um, your wife left all of you 2011 and you have remained with your children only? Yes. Was that by choice or you decided that? Some, some of the things, we, they don't become our choice. Um, <laughs> I decided that um, in whatsoever that it's happening, I must make it a point that they don't fill the gap. 
Yes. So I didn't have a choice. So it was seriously not by choice. Wow. We give we give God the glory. And um, I'm really sorry about that uh, loss, even though it happened in 2011. I mean, such things, one never forgets about them. We're in a pandemic. In South Africa, we're seeing churches being locked down, shut down, in and out, open, closed. What do you think Jesus would have done in response to the peak of COVID-19, all the waves they're talking about in relation to the Father's work, in relation to the, the work of the ministry? Mm. And what have you done, sir? Hey! <laughs> what has your response been? I'd love to know. I think we know how Jesus would have responded. Let me leave that out. How have you been responding to the shutting down, shutting up, shutting out, closing, opening, vala, yavula? When this thing first happened, it affected me big time. In fact, um, I remember last, last year, March, the first 21 days when this thing happened i was sitting here in my house then and i could see my world falling apart i could see what i'm we're losing you sir without the work of god and then i could see if what 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 if they say we must not preach again hmm. And by then, because this thing was happening for the first time. By then, because this thing was happening for the first time. Yes, new. Everyone was seeing those fake news, lot of videos. Oh, yes. <laughs> and you didn't know what to believe. You know what I've done? Yes. I prayed for wisdom. Amen. And then the Lord said to me, um ministry is not in a pulpit alone yeah and then then i started to go to check what can i do i started social responsibilities mm. god said go and minister to people don't be in a pulpit only do social responsibilities i went for social responsibilities went for social responsibilities, went for social responsibilities. And then I'm telling you, people were impacted. People wow. received Christ. And then we started helping people because we were not allowed to preach in a pulpit. Yes. We had to find another way to yes. preach the gospel. Mm -hmm. Now, it shall be preached to everyone. So preaching the gospel, it's not in a pulpit only. Hmm. You are the most uh, trusted prophetic voice. And in a time like this, we, we, this is where the voice of the prophet matters the most. Mm. We have so many that are watching, so many that will see this tape much later, so many will re-watch the rebroadcast of this clip what is your word to them because i can hear your phone is called our time is up long time 
I don't know what's your reason. <laughs> because our time is up. But you will not go without speaking a word. To those that are here under the influence of a voice, to those that will come and listen later, the rebroadcast, whatever. Because this is the time when we need that prophetic voice. Amen. I just want to tell everyone sitting under the sound of my voice that now the Bible speaks something. The Bible speaks something. Can you hear me, woman of God? It says after the floods, we can Noah leave. continued to live. After the floods, Noah continued to live. After the I just floods. want to say to everyone that is sitting under the sound of my voice that they're still alive after yes. coronavirus. Amen. They're still alive after the pandemic. Mm. They're still alive after the floods. Whew. After the flood, Noah continued to live. After, after the, the floods, flood, yeah. Noah continued to live. My God. There's still life in after every flood. Yes. Because it's not every flood that comes to kill. But we learn how to navigate our way out. After the floods. Hey! There's still life. On the other side. Amen. Amen. Somebody says, will the man of God pray for us? I'm sure we can ask that before he goes. I'm, I'm, I'm releasing you now, sir. I'm, I'm trusting that we can bring you back here again. We didn't get up to anything except that we addressed the current pandemic and the current um, Amen. challenges we are facing. So we're trusting that we'll be able to get you back. But before you go, a special prayer. It could be for those that are watching or for yes. our partners. Anyone the Holy Spirit leads you to pray for. Mm. I'm happy with it. But you don't go Amen. without speaking that word. Your words, I've seen them bring things to pass they bring Amen. things to manifestation so that word they don't just call you um the most trusted voice in the prophetic for nothing you're welcome you're welcome yes okay uh thank you so says, much for having for so, having me Yes, sir. I don't take this opportunity for granted. It's an honor and it's a privilege. I'm humbled. We have someone asking for prayer for healing. So as for the prayer. Holy Spirit leads... Can up, I decree and declare upon them? Amen. Go ahead, sir. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. The Lord be gracious to you. Thank May you. God's face shine upon you. Thank Whatsoever you. it is reaches your hands, let it multiply. I command every spirit of infinity, every spirit of sickness to go right now. Receive your healing. Receive your deliverance. In Jesus' name, so shall it be. It can never be otherwise. Amen. Mm. 
Hallelujah. Oh. Glory. We, we've got to let the apostle go. <laughs> it's not easy to do that, but we'll have to. We are trusting God that we can have you back in our studios once again. Amen. We're so, we're so grateful. I'm so looking grateful. forward. Keep pulling. And I, I believe this time, um, I'll, I'll, I'll ask my media guys to be with me so that we, I can yes. do it proper in a camera. <laughs> No, the problem. This works still. You know, when the voice is there, it's very, very important. Once we lose the voice and then the picture is something else. We are very, very grateful, sir. We want to say, um, may the Lord keep you, the Lord preserve your life. But most Thank of you. all, keep pulling that trigger. Keep pulling it. Amen. Even the more. We are here. Amen. We are watching you. We are supporting you. We are praying for you. And the upper corner, Sierra. <laughs> we can't wait to have you. You guys are in my heart. I'm praying for you. Amen. So, so many Thank are you so, so much. excited. So many are so excited. Okay. That was the greatest apostle, the prophetic voice from Ekapalo to Mobagit. After the floods, there's still life. There's still life after the floods. We've got to let him go because of time. I mean, he's been here for some time and uh, he's got other engagements and other assignments. So I'm sorry. It's time up. Your thoughts. Your thoughts. I'm excited in my spirit. Look, this was one of um, the best, best conversations I've ever heard in 2021. And I'll tell you why. Because he is a man of God who came here and became vulnerable with the whole world and said, this is it. This is it. This is what I went through. This is what I faced. This is how I overcame. Look, there's life after the floods. Remember what he said. These two words are important for me. I don't know about you. What is your take home? What is your take home really in two minutes? What is your take home for me is that that story of Apostle Paul in the in the boat, right? Says whatever peace you find, hold on to it. In the boat, hold on to that peace. Hold on. Whatever you find, what is that word? What is that word that you're going to hold on to? What is that word? Yes, blessing says we are coming to a cup. Cup start. Exactly. We are. I'm not joking. I don't joke about such things. I never. So I'll be taking my boyfriend, right, along. <laughs> Somebody says, thanks, Gazira, and say, we salute you. Thank you, greatly, woman of God. God bless our prophet. Yes. Okay, let's just send those. Apostle Musala, bless you, bless you. It's, it's an honor. I mean, the, for the man of God to even say just yes, for the man of God to even just say yes, that is something on its own. Come start. Here we come. Yes. A cup of lot to more. A cup of lot to more. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> we are going there. We, we, uh, if you're coming with, just let us know. Let's surprise him. Let's surprise him. I mean, let's surprise him. Look, he left Mbombela. Mpumalang. Mbombela. Now straight. And he went to Kappa. Where, I mean, Totally, totally strange, deserted place. Look now, he's pulling the trigger there. Wielding power and authority right there. What a choice from South Africa to the nations of the world. Johnny Mwoki. 
I've seen you. Thanks a gazillion times for reporting for duty. Non do me so. Thanks a gazillion times for reporting for duty. Mahoto Solufelo. Viewer, thanks a gazillion times for reporting for duty. I want to take this time and thank all the partners of Grace World who, who power this program. This program is powered by partners of Grace World. Maro. Amen and amen. Thanks for reporting for you thank you for showing up thanks for showing up i mean so many of you jason thank you for showing up we appreciate you pamela thank you for showing up thank you for staying right till the end so many of you are still remaining here well that was it that's how much time we had with the apostle i'm blessed I'm refreshed. My balls are refreshed. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Remember to refuse, 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 and tell others to refuse. I always tell you that this death thing, this death thing is a mystery. Right? It's a mystery. Sister Doggy, after the floods, there's still life. After the storm, there's still life. Noah lived. He lived after the floods. We will live. After the pandemic, we will leave after the coronavirus. We will leave after this place. Damn Bless. Damn Right? <laughs> Thank you so much, Pastor Isaac. Good to see you, Togozani. Thanks a gazillion times. Some guy. Thank you so much for reporting for duty. We really appreciate you. Now, if you have not shared this broadcast, go ahead and share this broadcast as many times as possible. Others will see it later. As long as they see it, that's all that matters. I promise you one thing. We'll get the apostle back. I'm telling you, we'll get the apostle back here for another, another episode, which is part two. Right now to all the partners of Grace World and our viewers around the world. Well done.